My office phone to my left purrs, and I smile at it before I lift the receiver. It's 11.41 a.m. on a Tuesday, and I know who it is without looking. Kayla does this at least three times a week. The second I hold the handset to my ear, she says, four-minute warning. We're waiting for my mystery man to run by the window. Well, not mine, but she calls him mine and I let her because nothing is safer than fiction. Thanks, I say, as if I don't already have an alarm set. I tapped the screen of my phone to silence the musical reminder just before she called. Now we wait. As you can see, I'm not the only one watching for him. Three minutes. He's one of those guys who shouldn't be real. His upper half is shaped like an upside-down triangle. Wide chest, broad shoulders, fantasy-grade muscle mass and physique. For a terminally single woman consciously stocking her fantasy bank, he's a perfect candidate. What do you think he does for a living? Kayla asks, her voice dreamy. She's married to a nice guy named Kevin and has a six-year-old special needs son who is the greatest kid on the planet. I haven't met a lot of kids, but trust me, when I say Kyle is amazing. And yes, they are one of those families, Kevin, Kayla, and Kyle. Kayla says that if she has a girl, her name will be Kendall. It's all so sweet I could puke. Maybe he's military. Another smile crests my mouth, mainly because I know more than she knows I know, but I refuse to tell her as much. I already feel like a stalker watching him jog by my office window. If she knew I also watched him leave our apartment complex every morning, and that we ended up in line at the same Tim Hortons once, she'd do something horrible, like try to set me up with him. Military guys are punctual, she agrees, but I'm betting he's a nerdy type, an IT guy or something. You're a webmaster. Are you projecting because it gives you hope that an IT guy might look like him? She ignores the jab and replies, I've decided his name is Mark. Why Mark? My email box stings. It's a message from the president of the Brookdale Group, Wayne Wilson. I twist my lips and refocus on the conversation at hand. Because Mark is an approachable sounding name, Kayla says. And you should approach him. Hell no. Not only is this dude an Adonis of the untouchable kind, but his name is not Mark. I don't know what his name is, but with the initials JT on his apartment mailbox, I'm sure neither of his names is Mark or has a Mark in it. Plus, he doesn't look like a Mark. I know you think it's fun to live out my runner guy fantasy with me, Kayla, but let's not have this cross into reality. Vince walks by my white office window, and I hold my breath, hoping he doesn't stop in for a leisurely chat. I normally have my door open, but lately I've requested that, if my door is closed, no one interrupt without a knock. That new rule may or may not have coincided with the appearance of JT jogging by my window three weeks ago. Don't judge me. Vince is my friend, and has been for the entirety of my time spent here at the Brookdale Group. When I started as a junior designer, he was married and completely unavailable. I was on the dating scene and totally would have upgraded to someone like Vince. Face it, the internet matches I went out with were ones I grew to regret. As of one year ago, Vince was available, but I was no longer looking. Plus, he's one of my best friends. Since he's become a divorcee of the bitter variety, he and I have shared a lot of nights and beers. I listen to him complain about Leslie, and he buys me pizza. 
I am firmly Team Vince. 